Hey Changemaker, Julia Wicklander here, and very soon this new podcast will be launching so many inspiring episodes. I just got off a call with um, one of the people that I'm interviewing, um, and the conversations are just so, I mean, they're, they're filled with wisdom, filled with so much solidarity, so much advice, so much positive energy for the very difficult things that we stand, um, that, that stand ahead of us, all of the obstacles that we're trying to overcome, all of the issues that we're working for. So I, um, I thought just before we start with the different people that I'm speaking to, I wanted to just introduce myself a little bit. I want to tell you a little bit more about Girls Globe and just tell you a little bit about why I'm starting this podcast. So I am from Sweden. I'm based in Malmö in the south of Sweden. It's a beautiful, beautiful city just by the sea. We have long, long stretches of beach and a bridge that's beautiful um, crossing over to Copenhagen in Denmark. I have been running Girls Globe for the past 10 years or more, actually. I started blogging at the end of 2011 and we registered Girls Globe as an organization in 2013. So about a decade ago, I quit my job. I was at the time working within um, the UN system, uh, working with sexual and reproductive health and rights um, and maternal health. I was working to support ending fistula, obstetric fistula, which is a childbirth injury that uh, occurs to women who don't have access to emergency obstetric care during delivery, often caused by prolonged labor, um, leaving women incontinent and suffering both physically and just the trauma of most often losing your baby during the process and then being shunned by your community, by your family, um, many times because of leaking um, and smelling. A horrible injustice that comes from having, not having access to a midwife or to emergency, an emergency C-section. Um, you know, things that many people around the world take for granted. Yeah, so there were so many issues that I was working with that felt like when I had these conversations with the surgeons, they were frustrated. <laughs> they were frustrated because there was a lack of connection between what was happening at the high level within the UN system and what was their reality working with patients on the ground. Time and time again, I realized that. I also, you know, experienced the hierarchies within the UN system, being a young woman, having, you know, my first job after university. I did my master's in economics and um, had both political science and economics with a focus on um, development and gender. And yeah, I wanted to see change happen quickly. And that's just not the case and definitely not the case in a huge global organization that is in dire need of reform, an incredibly, an incredibly important organization. And I just felt like there were so many stories that and so many issues that people just didn't know about. I was frustrated 
living in Sweden, in working in Denmark, um, having worked in New York and in many different you know, parts in the global north where there was just this disconnect with the realities, the lived realities of millions of people across the globe. And I also knew that there was just this need for solidarity. Um, so I started, I started writing in November 2011. And I just want to shout out to my dear friends here in Malmö, friends that I've had since high school, because in my frustration of, you know, being at a job that I didn't really feel was aligned with with me and my values. Um, I was frustrated. I was applying for so many jobs. I wasn't getting one response. Many of the jobs that I applied for needed, you know, tens of years of experience and I didn't have any. So, yeah, I um, sat down uh, with my friends and we decided that we were going to start blogging. So I have a friend within marketing and I have friends working within the tourism industry and they did started writing about things that was relevant to their industries. And I started writing about the things that were really close to my heart and started a blog called Girls Globe. Thanks to that, thanks to those evenings after work, when we sat together, we blogged together, we had dinner and we laughed and we supported each other with WordPress or the different apps, uh, with social media, so many different things. Um, thanks to that, I connected with amazing young women across the world who had, similar to me, really had a passion for to see change for gender equality, for human rights, um, for social justice, for sustainability, and seeing that all of these different things that we were working with, whether it was maternal health um, or climate change, whatever these issues were, they were so interconnected. They, you know, we can't talk about um, ending obstetric fistula without talking about access to healthcare and ensuring that human rights are a priority and that women's and girls' education is a priority and ending child marriage. I mean, all of these issues are interlinked. Um, so Girls Globe became a platform where I invited individuals from across the world to share their stories, share their perspectives, their opinions, their expertise. And it just grew organically. Today, we are a global platform that covers all of these different issues um, in, from different perspectives. And it's really important for us to be this amplification of voices from people who are actually driving change. So we have members today that are activists, they are advocates, they're experts, uh, researchers, as well as organizations that are both grassroots organizations and larger international organizations that are working to strengthen gender equality, human rights, social justice, and sustainability. We have representation in over 45 countries. Some of our members uh, are organizations that themselves have representation in every single country in the world. So we do have, you know, so many voice, different voices to amplify. And yeah, it's just really incredibly inspiring work and now I've been doing it for over a decade and these conversations are so important to me especially right now 
Girls Globe was hit quite hard during the pandemic. A lot of our funding um, came from working with different events, global events, being present at big conferences, having the opportunity to bring young people, um, young women and girls, uh, activists, advocates to different spaces where their voices needed to be heard, where they had the opportunity to hold decision makers accountable, to just bringing them to rooms and spaces where they are often underrepresented. And yeah, we've had the opportunity to do that for several years. And then the pandemic hit and all of these different events uh, were cancelled. I, yeah, I had to let go of my team. And now Girls Globe, I've pretty much been running Girls Globe single-handedly. And it's been a really tough few years. And I want this podcast to just be a space for transparency, for openness, for understanding that things aren't always easy. And that's why we need each other and we need solidarity. And we also need to be open with what we need. At this time, Girls Globe is in, yeah, in the need for funding. <laughs> We're looking, currently looking for sponsors that will that align with the work that we're doing that are interested in supporting the different activists and advocates and change makers around the world that we're amplifying and understand that the role of media and communications today is incredibly important to support and to defend and to just safeguard gender equality human rights across the world and to really push forward um progressive change for these issues that we care about. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of Girls Globe, or if you, you know, work for a company or an organization that you think would be a perfect fit to sponsor Girls Globe, please reach out. You can reach me at julia at girlsglobe.org. You can also learn more about the opportunities um, to partner with us on our website, girlsglobe.org. And that said, I mean, during the pandemic, it was it was a hard hit. But at the same time, it did give me space to create things that I've wanted to do for a very long time. The sustainability of Girls Globe has been a big sort of question mark for me for a, a, a long time to, to figure out how can we make that a possibility and not be so um, dependent on different events or different grants. And also at the same time, understanding that all of the different members that we were supporting and, and amplifying in our community were also struggling during the pandemic. They were also struggling to, you know, continue their work online or continue their work in a, in a world where communications and media became even more important. I started a, the Girls Globe Learning Platform in 2020. So just a few months after the pandemic hit, we launched our first um, digital course, and it has now supported close to 200 individuals who have taken that course and participated in digital storytelling for impact and really understanding how their stories and their communication is essential to bring about change and support people. And um, yeah, so the learning platform has been amazing, and it is also an, an opportunity to to bring in those different funding streams for Girls Globe, um, but also to create other avenues of support for our global community. So if you're interested in participating in that course to understand how your voice matters, how 
your stories can be used to support your activism or your advocacy and how incredibly important they are to help you really to make an impact. I encourage you to go check it out. You can find that course at learn.girlsglobe.org. We're also looking forward to launching new courses. Um, and in the works, we have one that's specifically entrepreneurship uh, for changemakers. So stay tuned. If you're interested in the new things that are coming with Girls Globe, I encourage you to go and sub subscribe to our newsletter at girlsglobe.org emails. So anyways, um, that's a little bit of an update about Girls Globe. And yeah, I just want you to know that I believe that we are all connected. And I was at my daughter's school yesterday. Parents were invited to the class to talk about the, their, the work that they were doing. And, you know, the room full of seven and eight year olds were just looking at me and I was thinking ahead, how can I describe the work that I'm doing? And then I brought these different, I don't know if you've seen, but Girls Globe has like these different icons and we have them printed in, in bigger forms on like cardboard. So I brought them to sort of demonstrate what it is we do. And one of them is a megaphone. Like if you're speaking through a megaphone, it sounds large, like it sounds louder. And that's what we do. We let people share their stories and then we amplify that like a megaphone. And then I showed them the globe. Um, and really what I wanted to tell them was that we're all connected. There is almost nothing that you can do here that doesn't affect someone in other parts of the world. And the things that they do affect us. And also, what happens to someone across in another part of the world is similar to what's hap what happens to you. So there is so much opportunity for connection and understanding and solidarity. I didn't use those words, really, but that was sort of what I wanted to tell this room of, of young kids. And really, what I always come back to is that connection and solidarity. We really, really need that now more than ever. And it pains me to say that Sweden has recently elected one of its most conservative governments um, in history that's collaborating today with um, the Sweden Democrats that has neo-Nazi roots, but also has connections um, to, I mean, criminal networks and Nazi sympathizers today. So there are lots of scandals around that party, but is, is now the second largest party in Sweden. And the current government has a, a written agreement with them. And pretty much that party is steering the government um, here in Sweden. And one of the things that is really, really taking a hit is uh, Swedish solidarity with the rest of the world. Um, they're cutting foreign aid. They are really minimizing the opportunities to, for asylum seekers. They are decreasing the number of quota refugees that they allow into the country or that they accept. So yeah, it's, it's uh, incredibly depressing and it's been really, it's hit me really, really hard. Now more than ever, we really need to create that, that sense of global solidarity so that we can have the energy to work locally. Because what happens in another part of the world can inspire us to continue to work locally as well. And I also think that there are things that are happening across the world 
that are overshadowed by all of the negativity that's happening in other parts of the world. So we're not celebrating wins when we're seeing these horrible obstacles. And we're not allowing the people that are are creating positive change and that are making these amazing wins to, you know, help refuel us when we are seeing pushbacks on our rights and we're seeing things go in the wrong direction. For me, the Hate Change Maker podcast is really all about creating solidarity, inspiration, and just giving us the energy to refuel. Because I know that connection is really what we need to survive and to stay sane, to be able to care for our, ourselves and to really prioritize self-care and self-love. We need to also listen to others. And I need it. I really need it. So I am also a big fan of podcasts. I love listening to podcasts. Um, and I really, really hope that these episodes that are coming will be an inspiration for you. Because we are all change makers. Uh, you are a part of your community. You are part of this world. And it is up to us to create that change that we want to see. And it's important for us to know that we're not alone. There are people that have gone before us. There are people that are longing to come along with us. Let's refuel together. And I really look forward to having you along on this journey as I learn more, as I get inspired to continue the work with Girls Globe. I really hope that it can do the same for you with the work that you're doing and the important impact that you can have in the world and in your community. So... If you haven't yet, I encourage you to go subscribe. And if you think this could be inspiring for someone else, please share it with others. Share this episode, share, um, you know, the trailer. If you want the podcast in your inbox, you can um, sign up to get emails with the podcast as well at girlsglobe.org slash changemaker. You'll find all of the important links in the in the notes below this podcast episode. And yeah, you can also just hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me. And if you're interested, if you're intrigued, do leave, um, leave a review. Click on those stars in the, in the app um, because it really does help more people find it and it helps us uh, grow in the charts. And um, that's just important for more people to um, be inspired and being part of a movement for positive change. Thank you so much. And I'm so excited about the episodes that are coming. I really hope that you feel that energy because, um, yeah, we have some amazing people. And yeah, I'm in awe of them. And I hope that they will inspire you too. See you later, Changemaker. <laughs>